Hey everyone, welcome to Bible Verse Breakdown. I am Oweta Wanomarin, and in this video, we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 11 and verses 25 and 26, where it states, And at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. So, this is a very fascinating statement of Jesus Christ, because it's like, why would Jesus be thanking God that God decided to reveal it to not important people instead of revealing it to people like the Pharisees? Well, it teaches us something very important. That is, God doesn't do things the way people would expect. You know, when we see someone who's handsome and he's very eloquent and, and he, he can do so many wonderful things physically, then we think, yes, God must be with that person. That's typical human you know, thought. But, for example, if you look at for Samuel chapter 16, when God was choosing the next king, when Samuel saw the first son of Jesse, he was like, yes, God must have chosen this person. And then God told him, hey, look, look, look. I do not look at things the way humans look at them. Humans look at the physical appearance, but I look at the heart. That was for Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. And then it was the very last son of Jesse, the smallest, the youngest, the least important. That was the person who ended up becoming the king of Israel. And similarly, with what Jesus Christ was looking at, he was seeing that the people who were listening to him were not rich, they were not wise, they were not educated, they were not influential, they were not really important in society. The people who were important spiritually were like, you know, the, the students of the Bible schools that the Pharisees set up, you know, the people who could really quote places in the Torah, and knew all the genealogies very well, you know, who begat who, and, and all of that stuff. So, but the, the people who knew all of that stuff, they didn't listen to Jesus Christ. It was people like the disciples, people who were fishermen, laymen, people who were not important in society. Those were the people who even bothered to listen to the message. Those were the people who God brought to him for Jesus Christ to be teaching. And then Jesus Christ thanked God for bringing such people. The question now is, why does God bring such people? Well, there are a couple of reasons why. Firstly, the riches of God, his knowledge, wisdom, etc. They're like the way we see gold. We don't like to give golds to people who are already rich. It's like you're giving some of your precious dollars to Bill Gates or someone who's made it in life. I mean, they'll like the courtesy and the, you know, kindness, but I mean, they don't need it because they already have so much of what you're giving them. So similarly, God Almighty sees his wisdom, knowledge, and other spiritual gifts, the true riches mentioned in Luke chapter 16 from verses 10 to 12. God sees his wisdom and knowledge like that, very precious. So he doesn't want to be giving it to people who are full of themselves, people who, you know, don't really need it to feel like they're somebody just because people honor them. That's enough for them to feel like they have made it in life. God isn't interested in giving his wisdom to those people because it'll be like one of many. And if you read Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 7, verse 6, we can see that he said, don't give your gold and your pearls to the swine because they'll just trample on it, do whatever, make nonsense of it, and then they'll come to you. 
So the fact of the matter is, God Almighty gives his wisdom and his knowledge and their true riches to people who will have value for it. The Pharisees, for example, Jesus Christ was preaching to them. They didn't have value for what he was preaching because they were full of themselves. They thought if, if there is any work that God wants to do, it must be done through us. That was why when they saw people like Jesus Christ and the disciples preaching, they were like, this is not the work of God because it is us who are capable and qualified to do the work of God. That was why, if you read Matthew chapter 21 and verses 15 and 16, when the triumphal entry of Jesus Christ was taking place, and people were saying, Hosanna, son of David, and all those other things, then the Pharisees were like, why are these people singing and, and saying all that stuff? And then Jesus Christ said, don't you remember where it was stated in the Old Testament, where it was like the babes and the mouths of the poor and so on will be the ones giving praises to God? He was quoting Psalms chapter 8 verse 2. They would say, the people who God Almighty wants to use to do His will are not those who are big and mighty because they're full of themselves. It's those who are poor in spirit. Read Matthew chapter 5 verse 3. People who recognize their spiritual loss and bankruptcy and are humble to God for God to fill them. Read Psalm chapter 81 verse 10. Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. And in that Matthew chapter 5 verse 3, Jesus Christ said that such ones who are poor in spirit are blessed because theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Secondly, if you read what St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 from verses 26 to 29, we'll realize that God actually uses the people who are poor, not necessarily physically poor, but people who are not really important, people who you wouldn't expect to do the work of God. God picks such people to confound the wise. And we'll consider what St. Paul said in the first Corinthians account. He stated, For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world, and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. So what am I trying to say here? What I'm trying to say is that when we see people who are proud, who are, yes, if there's anything that God wants to do, it must be done through me, know that God Almighty will never be with such a person. God Almighty is benevolent. He remembers those who others don't consider. If you look at Exodus chapters 21 to 25, you can see all kinds of laws about those who are poor, those who are neglected in society. God was saying, don't harm them, don't do this, don't do that, you know, consider them, give them money and so on, because such people, society forgets about them, but it's God who remembers them. And if you read places like Psalm chapter 68 verse 5, David was saying that God is the father of the fatherless. You know, he takes care of such ones. He cares for such ones. If you read 1 Kings chapter 17, you can see that there was a woman in Zarephath. It wasn't an important city. And it was a widow, someone who no one would remember. Yet God sent his precious prophet Elijah to go to that place and tell her that, you know, this is a famine, but 
God Almighty will provide for you and so on. And then because the woman believed, that actually happened. If it was the Pharisees, they would only remember the rich people, people who were paying their tithes, people who were attending, you know, synagogue services regularly. They would remember such ones and then they would say, yes, the work of God should go to such people. But no, God Almighty simply does not work like that. Because such people who humans would expect to do the work of God, those people are usually physically elegant, wise, prudent, and so on. But spiritually speaking, they may be puffed up, they may be proud, they may be cocky, they may not be the way God would want them. As we read in Psalm chapter 138, verse 6, God resisteth the proud and giveth grace unto the humble. See also James chapter 4, and verses 6 and 10. So, what we should learn from what Jesus Christ said there is that, one, God Almighty likes to pick those people who people forget about so that he can now use them to confound the wise. That is, when people begin to see that such ones are doing the work of God, the people are like, oh, it must be God. Because if you use someone who is physically proud and, and, and wise and so on, the people will think, yes, it's because this person is very good. And if you read that First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 29, St. Paul was saying that God does not choose such ones so that no man will glory in the flesh. No, people will glory in God, according to Jeremiah chapter 9, in verses 23 and 24. And secondly, Jesus Christ knew that he couldn't question what God chose to be his you know, people. If you read Romans chapter 9, St. Paul was talking about God's sovereign choice. God decides who he wants to put in his fold, and we can't say, hey, no, you must choose this man because he's rich and influential. No, we can't question God, according to Daniel chapter 4, in verses 34 and 35. Rather, any person, if we are pastors, if we're ministers of God, when we see the people who God brings, we should respect God's choice and decision and treat them properly and equally, whether they're rich or poor or any kind of physical distinction. No. We should treat them as people who God has brought to be blessed and eventually in the future be saved. And that is where I'm going to stop on discussing Matthew chapter 11 in verses 25 and 26, where Jesus Christ stated, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and has revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. Have a great day. God bless you. Oh, one more thing. If you guys liked what you heard, feel free to share a voice message at https colon double slash anchor dot fm slash verse breakdown slash message. Once again, that's https colon double slash anchor dot fm slash verse breakdown slash message. Hope to see you there.